Hi, we're Kano. And right now we're in the MGP with the song Dam Digida. And this is actually the 50th episode of Building Bridges podcast. Welcome. <laughs> You're good to go. Welcome to Building Bridges. I'm Sebi. I'm Jan. And I'm Dave. And this is the 50th episode of the Eurovision podcast for the rest of us. Wow. Yay! <laughs> no, can this is amazing. It? Yeah, incredible. Furthermore to that, can you believe that it's just lined up perfectly in the stars that one year ago today we actually released our intro i don't know what to call it episode zero our trailer where we kind of said who we are introduced ourselves and officially launched the podcast and now here we are on number 50 Perfect. that's amazing that's yeah. you know just hard to hard to imagine that that you know the time flies so fast and you know that we had a chance to you know to talk to so many artists uh, over the season and I, I mean it's you know almost like a dream come true you know with when when we were actually talking about putting this together so yeah well done well you're right time flies and of course as the team statistician i went back and looked can you believe we spoke to 10 artists from liverpool yeah wow so we've yeah. built bridges across europe even to australia we spoke to voyager before they left on their promo tour for europe i mean we've been very lucky and i think very grateful to speak to all these artists our first like on-site interview when there was like all of us and we actually managed to be in person with with a eurovision participant was actually the situation when we we, we took a car and we drove to andorra and we met suzanne georgie we met her at her stars academy and i think this was you know also a surprising thing for her since you know like i, I don't think there was you know any other interview from some sort of international media coming over to andorra but of course we did and we had yeah. a lovely time being there at this point hi to andorra to suzanne and um, we all i think have a nice memories from from that i still have that stars academy bottle though yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then your first interview again um without me but you still have fun you guys were in vienna and you spoke to Susie way 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 back last uh, january i think right at the beginning of the podcast yes yeah, there was like episode three i think or something like that we went all in and we got Susie. that was you know <laughs> but she was so fun to talk to i mean like we, we li literally recorded this interview sabi if you remember in starbucks in vienna we just sat there i think you know weather was like outside was so crap we were so yeah. it was so cold and we were just enjoying a nice cup of coffee and talking about eurovision with with, with Susie, who's actually celebrating 10 years of kerosertua this year yes 10 years since kerosertua it's it's amazing it's, it's always a, a lovely time talking to her and we yeah. even, you know, made a little call to Canada. Dave, do you remember that? Yeah, and I was shocked to find out that she actually has uh, ties to this country. So yeah. more bridges to build. There you go. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, and then our first interview with a 2023 entrant was in Ljubljana. And of course, Jan, you were alone for that one. You got to meet the boys of Joker out and take a really cool selfie where they had to get up on tables and chairs to take a picture with you. I mean, it's still like, you know, whenever I cross the Instagram, I'm always saying like, I mean, this is just like exactly the picture I would take with Joker out. It, it was actually Boyan's idea. Boyan actually, you know, stepped on a chair to be in you know, pretty much the same. No, he was like taller than me when he was stepping on the 
chair, obviously. <laughs> but like, it was so fun to talk to them. They were like really, it was a really, really nice moment to conclude that as a first uh, 2023 interview, meeting them in Ljubljana. But I think one of the most special moments for us actually came after Liverpool and after the whole 2023 season when we had Anne-Marie David on this podcast, the very first Eurovision winner who made it onto Building Bridges. You know, as a tribute, of course, to Luxembourg's surprising return to Eurovision. I think one of the most special things about this was when I traveled to Luxembourg and we actually, you know, saw her life and uh, she also reposted a little one of my videos on Facebook. So that was really beautiful and built bridges. Yeah. No. And also, like, can we talk about that, that, that Anne-Marie David was actually the first Eurovision winner, uh, which which was on our podcast. And it was exactly 50 years ago since she won the Eurovision with her classic Tutera Conetra. So I think yeah. it was such a nice way of, you know, celebrating Luxembourg back at Eurovision after 30 years. And I mean, and, and, and I, I loved how uh, I love how the way she's still engaging with that. I love how she's still following the competition. And I love how she's always still having her strong opinion over that, which is, you know, always a good idea. <laughs> We all learned that Conchita Burst is real music and nothing else is. <laughs> exactly. As it should be. <laughs> But yeah, I think the summer was really nice as well. We didn't just have, you know, summer breaks all the time. Well, some of us did not. When we spoke with Gustav and, you know, his new song, Already Know. And I always like to reflect with artists about Eurovision, how they feel like after a few months. And I hope we get to do this this year as well in 2024. Because, uh, of course, this year is, I think, or this season is when we really took off with the national final season. And, of course, we didn't just discuss the national finals anymore. We We've had so many guests already and it's not going to stop anytime soon. So yeah, I'm really excited. And we've already had seven on the podcast. Now, mind you, most of them are from Norway because of course their their final of MGP is very soon. And today we're going to have our eighth. Exactly. Yes. And this is the moment you've been waiting for our next guests in the following minutes, our Kano. So guys, actually very recently, uh, MGP just uh, announced the running order. You've probably known them for a little while, but now everyone knows that you guys get to close the show. You're the 18th and final song. So how does that make you feel that Dom Ida is going to be last on Saturday? Perfect. It's, it's going like, to be, yeah. Uh, yeah, so much fun. Um, we're really excited. We're going to perform. Uh, it's actually ninth in the semifinal. It's only nine acts uh, in our semifinal. And that's no. going to be fun. Six, six in our semifinal. It's six. It's the, <laughs> we're six. The last of the 18. Yeah, the last of the 18. Now I understand. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> like it's a Dominic Guitar means the thing that makes you happy. Eurovision and I think it's a good thing to end the whole uh, thing with a song that is a bit up tempo upbeat so people can end on a smiling high note. Guys you already experienced Eurovision so the whole process isn't you know unknown to you. Uh, your 
your hot favorites to win. Um, but have you managed to look outside of Norway yet at any of the other countries' national selections? Heard any songs? I have a song. I have two songs actually in uh, the Maltese competition to become a Maltese uh, song for Eurovision. <laughs> but I also, uh, yeah, I've listened to some of the songs that have been released, and it's, it's very varied this year. And some really nice, cool songs. So yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be a good year. So in case if you win both in Malta and Norway, you will be jumping in green room from one, you know, <laughs> sofa to another. Well, he'll I get... find his double ganger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I'm not the only writer on the on the song in uh, in Malta, but of course that would be a dream come true, winning with Kano, and then I uh, hope they have a second song in the final. <laughs> exactly. So given Eurovision is in Malmo this year, your neighbors obviously with Sweden. Do you think there's extra interest in Norway in Eurovision this year in MGP? And is that maybe why you guys chose this year to come back for your third uh, kick of the can? There might be, but that was actually not the reason. The reason is because we wrote Dam Digida and we just felt instantly that that was a song that we wanted to return to MGP with. Um, but of course, it's uh, it would be fun to just jump on a train to Malmö if that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> and Norway has one in, in Sweden before, uh, one in Gothenburg, which is not far away from Malmö. So hopefully this will be a good year for Norway, regardless if it's us or another band or another another act representing Norway. You do a lot of covers as well and since you actually showed up you released like around 30 songs if I'm not wrong. What is your favorite non-Kaino song to perform? I think uh, for me it's Shallow and mm. because that's like a song that everybody knows. If we like have a concert in Norway people know it, if we're like in Europe people know it, if we were in Australia and everyone knew it so that's fun to like have one song that everyone just like screams out to. <laughs> it is also, I yeah, I also love to perform Vilhade, which is oh. was a big hit in uh, uh, in Norway and Sweden in the 80s and 90s. It's actually been released twice, especially when we uh, performed that uh, in non-Scandinavian-speaking uh, countries, because it's got a lot of energy and like everybody, what's what's going on here? But it's uh, <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Well, of course, you've been doing this as a trio for quite a few years now. But do you guys ever get sick of each other, or do you ever fight, or is it always very harmonic between you? Well, we're like a family, I can say. We're like siblings, yeah. 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 So, but we like we trust each other and we discuss and we have fun and we work together and like, I mean, it's like a dream scenario. So yeah, it's a lot of fun to tour with these guys and to work yeah. with them. But like all siblings, we sometimes have our disagreements, but but I think that's healthy. Yeah, yeah. But there's love very in, much. Uh, there's like love in the bottom, and I think that's very important because then uh, you know that okay, we can disagree or we could have a little quarrel, but it's still we share the same values. We share the same goals and uh, yeah it's really a family so you last won Eurovision five years ago and you went to Tel Aviv but then you popped up in Rotterdam in 2021 and you were in Torino in 2022 and you were performing at Euro Club in 2023 so win or lose we don't want to jinx anything but uh, what are the chances that you'll be in Malmö in May no matter what happens on Saturday I mean we love Eurovision and we love everything about it there's so many other things happening than just like the final night and who knows maybe we'll get invited if we don't go there as a yeah, contestant but we love it and of course we want to be a part of the adventure no matter what so let's yeah. see we love the the fact that Eurovision bring together so many people from from all all, all over the world that on paper maybe is different and you have in uh, share a different cultural background and, and also musical background and I think that's that's uh, very nice to be part of even if you're not competing so uh, mm. you never know I think we, we will never leave uh, the Eurovision family for good for no. sure <laughs> it's already extended family. Yeah. yeah. I think that'll make a lot of fans happy to hear. So we're, you know, you're in the 
middle of interviews, they're probably gonna ask the same questions over and over and over. So we've got a couple of minutes left really quickly. We thought we'd ask you some really quick questions, kind of like a, who is it? And you guys could maybe point to the member of Kano who uh, you think most uh, fits the question. So uh, I'll let Sebi ask you a few quick questions to end off. Well, you gotta say the name too, because this is a podcast of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of you is messiest during a tour? Tom. Tom yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I agree>. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Your suitcase is a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> I was most nervous before going on stage. I think maybe me or Fred. Fred. Yeah. Fred? yeah. yeah. It's kind of. It, it, yeah. It, it, it depends on the occasion. Yeah. yeah. Then who is the pickiest eater? None of us. No. We no. eat if, everything. We, yeah. If if anyone, it it was <clears throat> Alexandra. Uh, yeah. But not anymore because, because I, yeah, I remember yeah. when we met five years ago it was she, like you know she there was a lot of things i know i don't like that or i haven't eaten that but now now i eat everything oh, oh yeah well that's boiled salmon because yeah that's a long story but uh, it uh, kind of <laughs> <my> migraine <laughs> but not anymore i eat raw salmon though <laughs> so who is always late i think it's divided between me and fred yeah yeah i think so the guys are a bit late i haven't like tightened them up yet I need yeah. five more years and then we're there. But yes. yeah, <laughs> we're getting there. Who laughs the most about their own jokes? Me. I think I have the baddest type of humor and that I always laugh at my jokes yeah, before you, you, you laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What do you yeah. mean that my humor is better than you? Uh, no, very. I don't laugh at yours. No, but you know, <laughs> I'm kidding. I love my humor. Personal. <laughs> I got his dad jokes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He's finally allowed to, or he thinks he's allowed to tell dad jokes because he, be, he just become dad. But uh, yeah, they're still. There's uh, no excuse. They are more terrible now. <laughs> more terrible. More dry. So who is the least morning person? Alexander. Alexander for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a sleepy heart. <laughs> I sleep a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the biggest Eurovision fan of them all? I think uh, probably Tom. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so he's the one saying, I don't know, guessing, uh, I don't know, who's Norway in 1995 and Tom would be, you know, immediately. Well, that's a pretty uh, easy one. Because I know. A... <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I was like, you know, that is a coincidence. But... Honestly, I'm not that good with statistics. Uh, there's a lot of other people that are better me, uh, than me, but um, I think I, I know some history, yeah. And I've, I've listened to it a lot, so yeah. yeah. It's in my book. <laughs> okay, that's it. Our time is up, I think. So we thank you again so much for, for taking a few minutes out of your very busy day with us. And we thank can't you. wait to see your performance of Dandigina on, on Saturday in MGP. Yay! Thank you Exciting! So much. Nice thank to talk you. to you. See you in Malmö. Yay! That was such an amazing interview. I mean, that was super quick. You know, you can see that they're like super professional. They know, you know, what kind of audience they're targeting to. And it's it's fantastic. It's, it's you know, this national final season could be even more exciting than the Eurovision itself because like some of those, you know, I would say semifinals in the shows can last, you know, obviously longer than Eurovision. So you can build the hype. And it was such a great way to have them on our 50th episode of Building Bridges podcast. And now all we need to do is, is wait and see what happens on Saturday, see if they if they qualify if they're one of the three out of their heat. And not to rhyme on purpose, but we'll see if 
they can beat Gota. I think you know we will have to wait until Saturday to see, but I, I don't think they will have any issues with qualifying. And as we said, there were amazing guests for this anniversary episode, and with this pace we're moving in, I'm pretty sure the 100th episode will be much sooner than another year, and hopefully we'll have another very very special guest for that. And at this point, of course, don't forget to follow us on social media. We're building bridges spot pretty much everywhere, and don't forget to visit our website buildingbridgespot.com where you will see all the latest updates regarding the contest itself and also updates regarding the upcoming national finals thank you so much bye bye bye, bye.